Chapter 32 Superiority of Poor, Weak, and Unrenowned Muslims Allah the Exalted says in the Quran وَاصْبِرْ نَفْسَكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَدَاتِ وَالْعَشِيِّ يُرِيدُونَ وَجَهَهُ وَلَا تَعْدُ عَيْنَاكَ عَنْهُمْ and keep yourself patiently with those who call on their Lord morning and afternoon, seeking His face, and let not your eyes overlook them. 252. Haritha ibn Wahab radiyallahu anhu reported, I heard Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam saying, Shall I not inform you about the people of Jannah? It is every person who is modest and humble before Allah, a person who is accounted weak and is looked down upon. But if he adjures Allah, Allah will certainly give him what he desires. Now shall I inform you about the inmates of hell? It is every violent, impertinent, and proud man, collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslims. Commentary. This hadith tells us about distinction of such weak, poor, and secluded persons who do not have any important position in society, but are so eminent in the realm of piety that out of their utmost trust in Allah, if they take an oath for something, Almighty Allah fulfills their oath. Thus, this hadith highlights the importance of modesty and condemns pride, miserliness, and lust for name and fame. 253 Sahl ibn Sa'd is Sa'idi who reported, A man passed by the Prophet ﷺ, so he asked a man who was sitting near him, What is your opinion about this man? That man replied, He is one of the noblest men. By Allah, he is certainly a proper person for a girl being given in marriage if he seeks to marry, and his recommendation is fit to be accepted if he recommends. The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, remained silent. Then another man passed. The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, inquired, What is your opinion about this man? He replied, O Messenger of Allah, he is one of the poor Muslims. He is not a proper person for a girl to be given in marriage to, and his recommendation would not be accepted if he makes one. If he speaks, he is not to be listened to. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, He is better than the former by earthfuls, collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary this hadith contains the following two important points. One, the distinction and greatness of such poor Muslims who are neither known in society due to their poverty nor are they respected by people. But due to their faith and piety, each of them is better in the sight of Allah than others. This hadith makes it abundantly clear that what really matters with Allah is faith and piety, not lineage nor pomp and show. 2. For marriage purposes, men and women of noble character should be selected even if they are poor, 
because at the level of religion, they are on par with other Muslims. Thus, the principle underlined here is that the preference should be given to equality in respect of religion, rather than worldly wealth and richness. 254. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri reported, the Prophet said, there was a dispute between the hell and the Jannah. The hell said, the haughty and proud are my inmates. Jannah said, the modest and the humble are my residents. Thereupon, Allah the exalted and glorious addressing Jannah said, You are my mercy. Through you, I shall show mercy to those whom I wish. And addressing the hell, he said, You are the means of my punishment by which I shall punish my slaves as I wish and each one of you would have its fill, collected by Muslim. Commentary In this hadith, people who are termed as modest and humble are the rich in faith and piety. They lead a life of patience and contentment. This hadith gives glad tidings to such noble people. On the contrary, it has a threat of hell for those who disobey divine injunctions and are haughty and proud. Now, it is entirely one's own choice which way he goes. The dialogue between Jannah and Hell, quoted in this hadith, is not something impossible. It is not at all difficult for Allah to create in them such intelligence and consciousness which can enable them to make a discussion on the subjects mentioned in the hadith. Thus, there is no need to offer any justification for the veracity of such a hadith. These should, therefore, be taken as literally correct. This hadith is mentioned in detail in Musnad Ahmed and is narrated by Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu at greater length than in the narration of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu anhu quoted in Kitab al-Tafsir, the book of commentary, of Sahih al-Bukhari. 255. Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu reported, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, on the day of resurrection, there will be brought forth a bulky person whose value to Allah will be less than that of the wing of a mosquito. Collected by al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary. This hadith means that manifestation of power and splendor, which are considered so important for people in this world, will be of no value to Allah. In the hereafter, Allah will judge a person by his faith, devotion, and piety. It is therefore essential that one should concentrate on the reformation of his own heart and mind. 256 Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu reported, a black woman, or probably a young man, used to clean the masjid. The messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam missed her or him and asked about her or him. He was told that she had died. He sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, why did you not inform me? It seemed as if they, 
meaning the companions, considered the matter insignificant. Then he وسلم, said, Show me her or his grave. When it was shown to him, he offered the funeral prayer, meaning the janazah prayer, over it and said, These graves cover those in them with darkness, and Allah illuminates them for the inmates as a result of my supplication for them. Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary On the basis of some other narrations, the ulama have accepted that the person mentioned in this hadith who used to sweep the mosque was a woman known as Umm Mihjan. This hadith highlights the following four important points. One, the merit of keeping mosques clean. Two, the height of compassion and kindness of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Three, the importance of participation in the funeral prayer of virtuous persons. Four, permission to perform funeral prayers of virtuous persons after his or her burial. If one is unable to participate in it when it is performed before the burial of the deceased. 257. Abu Huraira, radiyallahu anhu, reported, The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Many a person with shaggy and dusty hair, dusty and driven away from doors because of their poverty and shabby clothes, were to swear by Allah that something would happen, Allah will certainly make it happen. Collected by Muslim. 258. Usama ibn Zayd, radiyallahu anhu, reported, The Prophet said, I stood at the gate of Jannah, and I saw that the majority of those who entered it are the poor, and the wealthy were kept confined. The inmates of the fire had been ordered to enter the fire, and I stood at the gate of hell and saw that the majority of its inmates are women. Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary The Prophet ﷺ was told about the state of affairs in Jannah and hell by means of wahi or revelation. In some cases, the conditions of the inhabitants of Jannah and hell were shown to him by means of dreams. The Prophet ﷺ stated that one of the main reasons for a greater number of women in hell is that they are ungrateful to their husbands. Women referred to in the hadith are those who do not follow the divine injunctions and do not discharge their duty towards Allah. 259. Abu Huraira reported, The Prophet said, None spoke in the cradle but only three persons. Isa, the son of Maryam. The second one was the companion of Juraj, who was a pious person. Juraj took a secluded monastery for worship and confined himself in it. His mother came to him and he was busy in prayer and she called, Juraj. He said, My Lord, my mother is calling me while I am engaged in my prayer. He continued with the prayer. She returned and she came on the next day and he was still busy in prayer. 
she called, Jurage. And he said, My Lord, my mother is calling me while I am engaged in prayer. And he continued with the prayer, and she returned. Then, on the next day, she again came while he was busy in prayer and called, Jurage. And he said, My Lord, my mother is calling me while I am engaged in my prayer. And he continued with the prayer. She said, My Lord, don't let him die until he has seen the faces of the prostitutes. The story of Jurage and that of his meditation and prayer spread amongst Banu Israel. There was a prostitute who was beauty personified. She said to the people, If you like, I can lure him to evil. She presented herself to him, but he paid no heed to her. She came to a shepherd who lived near the temple, and she offered herself to him. He, meaning the shepherd, had sexual intercourse with her, and so she became pregnant. When she gave birth to a baby, she said, This is from Jurage. So they came and asked Jurage to get down and demolish the temple and began to beat him. He asked them what the matter was. They said, You have committed fornication with this prostitute, and she has given birth to a baby from you. He said, Where is the baby? They brought him, meaning the baby, and then he said, Just leave me so that I should perform prayer. He performed prayer, and when he finished, he lifted the baby in his stomach and asked him, Oh boy, who is your father? The baby answered, He is such and such a shepherd. So the people turned towards Jurage, kissed him, and touched him for seeking blessing, and said, We are prepared to construct your temple with gold. He said, No, just rebuild it with mud as it had been, and so they did. The Prophet ﷺ continued, then there was a baby who was sucking at his mother's breast when a person dressed in fine garment came on a priceless riding animal's back. His mother said, O oh Allah, make my child like this one. He, meaning the baby, left sucking and looked at him and said, O oh Allah, don't make me like him. He then returned to the breast and resumed sucking. He meaning Abu Huraira, said, As though I can see the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, as he is illustrating the scene of his sucking milk with his forefinger in his mouth and sucking that. He, meaning Abu Huraira, further reported the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam as saying, There happened to pass by them a slave girl who was being beaten, and they were saying, You have committed fornication and theft. She was saying, Allah is enough for me, and he is my good protector. And his mother said, O oh Allah, don't make my child like her. He left sucking, looked at her, and said, O oh Allah, make me like her. It was followed by a conversation between the mother and the child. She said, A good-looking man happened to pass by, and I said, O oh Allah, make my child like him. And you said, O oh Allah, don't make me like him. 
And there passed a girl while they were beating her and saying, You committed fornication and theft. And I said, O Allah, don't make my child like her. And you said, O Allah, make me like her. The child said, That man was a tyrant. And I said, O Allah, don't make me like him. And they were saying about the girl, You committed fornication. Whereas, in fact, she had not committed that. And they were saying, You have committed theft, whereas she had not committed theft. So I said, O oh Allah, make me like her. Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary This hadith tells us of three babies who spoke in the cradle. All the three babies were from Bani Israel, and their story is mentioned in Sahih Muslim in the story of Ashab al-Ukhdud. This hadith proves the following points. 1. When a person is called by his parents while he is engaged in voluntary prayer, he should give priority to the call of parents. 2. A true Muslim has to pass sometimes through great trials. He must face them with patience and steadfastness because ultimately Almighty Allah helps the true believers. 3. One must avoid copying haughty people, no matter how attractive their appearance. One should try to emulate the virtuous people because true success lies in their conduct.